0: Hey, what's up, universe? So this is going to be episode 11 of It's a Choice. And today I'm going to kind of talk about, piggyback a little bit on last week's episode with Naisha on the judgments that we choose, but also would like to talk about choosing vulnerability and (laughs) what that kind of, not necessarily what that looks like, but just choosing to be vulnerable in general. Um, and I guess just to kind of like dive right into it, it's 11, 11 PM, shout out, what's up universe? <laughs> anyway, so generally speaking, you know, and I'm not going to get too deep into this in a way, but, um, uh, I think it's probably generally accepted that, uh, a lot of men have trouble being vulnerable. Um, I learned early I guess like from college with my, then and she wasn't my fiance at the time, but with, uh, with my now ex-wife, like, um, I chose to be really vulnerable with her. We had broken up. And I had invited her back to my apartment to have a talk after a couple of months, a few months, I can't remember exactly how long of being broken up. And it was on April 1st that I had invited her and I totally wasn't thinking of the date, Uh, So she was obviously a little nervous about coming over on April 1st to talk to me because she wasn't sure if it was some sort of sick joke. But anyway, she came over and we spoke. And I just remember being very candid with her and telling her that, like, um, I feel really vulnerable, you know, talking to you, Um, like just opening myself back up to her, uh, expressing to her that I wanted to, to get back together. And she returned her vulnerability. She said that she was also feeling vulnerable, um, you know, coming over obviously on April 1st and also to the potential of getting back together. And I bring that up uh, just because, um, you know, I know that even I would say even for women too, right. I don't think it's a gender specific thing, but perhaps more broadly speaking, you know, More males than females may find it uh, a challenge or view it as a weakness to be vulnerable. Um, But I learned in that moment when I did that with Angela, uh, to be vulnerable with her was actually a really giant strength, and I never looked back about being vulnerable. Um, I always chose to be vulnerable because I recognized the courage and the strength that it takes to be vulnerable. Now, the reason I'm even bringing this up is because it, I am going to tie it into the whole judgment thing. Because um, again, remember, I'm doing this podcast kind of a, is a cathartic thing for me. And um, if you want to listen, I appreciate it. <laughs> if not, that's cool too. But anyway, um, I was having um, this discussion recently uh, with a number of different people, you know, at different times, you know, I've kind of spoken about this particular thing that I'm about to say now <laughs> to a couple of different people over the past few days. And that thing is that going into the holidays here, you know, with Christmas coming up, um, you know, meeting with my family and, um, I have a sister that lives in Texas. She's going to be in town. Um, uh, my nieces and nephews, both of my sisters, my mom, you know, just getting together with the whole family. First time we've done that in a while. Right. You know, and, uh, I know I know my family, right I especially have identified with the females of my family, right the women in my family um, I've always been connected to the feminine side I, be, I believe of my of my being of my nature of my humanity like I feel like that's what has fed into my intuitive decision making and being in touch with that and just feelings in general um, because we're a very very much in our family, feelings are a really big thing. Like they're they're promoted. Um, yeah, we don't we don't squash that part of ourselves. Um, that being said, <laughs> we uh, we're very strongly we have very strong opinions, all of us, and except for the men in the family. Um, and not to say that they don't have strong opinions, but they're not expressed the same way, right? So. Anyway, going into the holidays here um, and the choices I've been making or have made over the last maybe handful of months, maybe four months, um, I know for sure with my mom have not been, you know, in agreement or in accordance with um, expectations of how a member of the family would behave or a member of the family would choose um, or have, you know, it just runs really counter to the beliefs and opinions of pretty much everyone else in the family. And my mom and I have had a number of discussions about this, um, and pointedly so, and they uh, they n- haven't really left either one of us um, being overly fond of the other, you know. So, um, anyway, I've been talking about my fear and trepidation to some people over the last few days about meeting with the family, being, being together with Chris on Christmas because the women in my family all share very similar opinions and views as my mom does. So if I'm having, if I'm having some form of a confrontation with my mom, uh, it's very reasonable in my opinion to, uh, assume that the other women in my family feel the same and that I could also run into, you know, um, (laughs) confrontations with them. Now, it was 50-50 in my mind. It could either go that nobody says anything on Christmas because we're all getting together for the first time ever. Nobody wants to talk about that shit, so we don't talk about it. Okay, that's one scenario. The other scenario that seemed equally as likely is that somebody is so opinionated about something that since we haven't talked about anything or been together as a family and that I'm so contrary to my family that they are going to take the opportunity to say something. So I just didn't know. The vulnerability piece comes into that within the last couple of days. I've known that I've had, that I just need to do some work on this piece because the fear, that feeling, and the and the defensiveness that I I get like when I speak about it, when I was speaking about it, there was a defensiveness that could easily come up within me. Um, it was around a wound and, um, just, uh, not feeling safe about being my authentic self within my own family. So today I started to do some work on that and it was heavy for me last night. I woke up in the same place, I woke up heavy and, um, so I started to do a little bit of work around this and I found that this particular wound and trigger was really related to the same kind of thing that other triggers of mine have been related around like trust and respect and expectations. Um in this particular scenario it was, you know, trusting my family to not like ridicule me or to antagonize me or to like Attack me, right? Um, looking for acceptance and love from my family, right? Even though, like, yes, I have views that are radically different than theirs, um, but I didn't, I didn't want. To, I trusted that I wasn't going to be shunned for them, you know, or or attacked for them, um, or that it wasn't safe <laughs> to express those, you know, to them. Um, and then, yeah, I just, ex- I expected that. Right. So I trusted that. I expected that. Um, and then the respect is that, you know, I, am um, I'm not looking for my family to believe what I believe. I don't want them to, I don't want them to, I'm not here to change my mom's view or my sister's view or my niece's view. I don't want them to believe what I believe. I don't care. It's not about that. I mean, they can, that's fine, but they certainly don't have to. So it's a respect thing. Like I, Don't return the energy back to them. Not until I start to feel attacked myself. And then as a defense mechanism, I'll return in like kind that in which I'm receiving, which is not healthy. It's totally not a healthy place to respond from, but that's the only time I'll give it. That's the only time I use that same energy back. I don't, even though I don't agree with the way they view things, just as they don't agree with mine, I don't tell them that they're wrong. I don't judge them for that. It's just whatever they, whatever they want to believe, right? That's fine. So anyway, the vulnerability piece. So I was working on this trigger, and I just decided, look, I need to have this conversation with my mom. I need to allow myself to be vulnerable in person with my mom, the last time my mom and I had a conversation, which was right before Thanksgiving, um, it ended with her telling me, well, I hope you have a happy life. And I said, I will. And I sat there as she left the house. And I honestly felt like that was probably going to be the last time we spoke because the energy was like pretty heavy around that. Like she was very upset. And I was like, whatever. Like, you know. Um, but then, um, yeah as it turned out, we spoke a few days ago, you know, earlier this week, you know, she made me dinner for my birthday and all that kind of stuff. And we didn't speak anything about it. And it was like nothing, nothing happened, which is a little, which is a little fucked up in my opinion, but I get it. She just wanted to spend time with her family and, uh, and in a way pretend, I guess, but anyway, be that as it may, um, it wasn't the last time I spoke with my mom. <laughs> so anyway, I wanted I needed, needed to be vulnerable with her tonight. So I went over there and I spoke with her for two and a half hours. And it wasn't, um, you know, first part of the conversation was, was very amicable and, and easy flowing and all of that. And I honestly thought, shit, I'm not going to get to the point that I wanted to speak to her about because the energy just wasn't coming up, you know what I mean? Well, I found a topic that brought that up in her. As far as the energy, you know, when she gets very, when, 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 even I, I don't want to just use my mom. I mean, this is a learned behavior for sure. So I have this energy. I'm extremely opinionated, and I've been called very judgmental by uh, by a number of people, and deserved, you know, very much deserved. Um. Anyway, so I, I share the same energy that I'm speaking to with this. You know, when, I, when I'm calling my mom out, I, I have the same energy. My sisters and my nieces have the same energy. Anyway, um, I found a topic that triggered my mom and where she got very opinionated. And the energy, energy <laughs> that she had around expressing that to me, her her judgment, her opinion. And she certainly didn't like having it called a judgment. She is like, I wouldn't call that a judgment because of my mom. A judgment is like, you know, are you judging somebody based on their skin, you know, color of their skin, their political views, their religious views, you know, that kind of a thing that those are, those are judgments to her. Right. Well, I mean, come on. Like if you look up, synonyms to the word judgment you get things like verdict and diagnosis conclusions critiques you know deductions sentiments conviction opinion perspective like yeah evaluation yeah an assessment it's an appraisal um it's a ruling a a verdict uh yeah an opinion is a fucking judgment okay everything's a goddamn judgment uh and it's okay a lot of us wrap a negative wrapper around the word judgment. We think it's a horrible thing. It's just like the word discrimination, right? People wrap discrimination in negative language. And I'm like, dude, seriously? Like, discrimination is not a bad word, all right? Think of it as, think of it from a societal point. We discriminate against criminals all the time. We discriminate against rapists and murderers and fucking serial killers and fucking, what, money launderers, like, organized criminals like whatever man organized crime we discriminate as a society we discriminate okay and nobody's going to be like well that's a bad thing yeah yeah. as a society we have these rules we all agree basically more or less on some gradient that yes these types of behaviors are like not really something that we want to tolerate on a large ass scale if we can keep that out of the system more or less but then you know I say, oh, it's going to go on a little political tangent, but there's no reason, you know, you've got, you've got people in power that abuse things, but whatever. Um, but anyway, the word discrimination, people wrap, you know, that in a negative connotation, but at the same time, we as a society agree that we are going to choose to discriminate against certain behaviors. So it's not a bad word, all right? Judgment, on the same fucking level, is not a bad word, all right? It's just, it's a thing. It's a judgment. You've chosen to have this opinion, this rule, this declaration of your reality to the universe, that's your judgment, right? So I found this topic that triggered my mom and the energy that she had while she was expressing her opinion, if you will, instead of a judgment or whatever, has a very, very, very strong, very black and white, very binary, this or that kind of an energy um, very, very little room, if any, for gray area or other opinions or potentials. It's either this way or that way. And it's very it's very aggressive. Very fiery. It's destructive. It's destructive, it's antagonistic. And I had to bring my mom's awareness to this because that was the whole point of my conversation with her. I didn't care if she agreed. With the, with the point that I used to, to trigger that in her, I didn't care if she agreed with me. I wasn't trying to change her fucking mind. I wasn't telling her that she was wrong. You know, I'm not. It wasn't any of that. I just wanted to bring my mom's attention to the energy behind her judgment, behind her expression of how was she choosing to express herself. What energy was she bringing to the table in that moment? it took a few times because she would try to argue it and try to like make it something other than that. And she would be focusing on a completely like irrelevant point, you know, and I had to like narrow it down. And I'm like, no, like this, this is all I care about. I don't care about what it is we were just talking about that made you get into that energy. It's not about that. It's not about me being right and you being wrong. It's not about any of that shit. It's purely the energy. And that was the vulnerable piece for me. Because the thing is, is that, yeah, how our family, my family, how my family chooses to express those opinions or those judgments is, um, if if it's so contrary to what is expected in the family, the stronger the polarization, the stronger the opinion, the stronger the bite, the stronger the aggression, the stronger the antagonism of the energy. And I, if you can imagine, have some extremely contrary views and beliefs and behaviors and have made extremely contrary choices to that of what is expected in the family. So the energy that I would receive from my mom, that hurt. that wounded me and it was very unsafe for me, I felt. And that's what I wanted to tell my mom. It's very unsafe. And um, I told her, I was like, look, um, now that you're aware of this, I said, I'm not telling you that you're, I'm not blaming you, mom. I'm not telling you that you're right or wrong for having this energy. My point is, is to make you aware that this is the energy that I'm talking about. And this energy is not safe. It's destructive. I said, you guys, meaning my sisters and my nephew and my nieces and my mom, I said, you guys may not take this out into the world. You may not have this brought up to your awareness from other people because you may not take this out into the world. I said, I, I learned this from you. We all learned this. My sisters learned this from you. Everybody's learned this from you, mom. And it's not to blame you. I'm just saying it's a learned behavior. I said, but I, I have taken this out into the world. I share this with everyone. I am non-discriminate with who I share that fire with if I happen to have a strong-ass opinion on something, my judgment of something. And I've been it's been like I've said before earlier, it's been brought to my attention that I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally hardcore judged, with that energy that I just that, that makes me feel wounded and unsafe. I've done that to people. I've taken that same energy that I was trying to bring my mom's awareness to, and I've heard people, yeah. And I just told my mom for the first time tonight, you know, um, I was like, "Look, that energy has got a place. It's very strong. There's a time and place for everything." but not with the people that you care about. I've used this energy towards my youngest son. I've used it towards my friends. I've used it towards intimate partners. Yeah, I've, I've hurt people, and I knew because, I, because I've been hurt by it. And I've been aware of this energy since I was a small, small child was evident. So I told my mom, I said, look, you may not, you may not see this reflected back to you in the world outside because you may not take that energy to people outside of the family. I said, but within the family, among us, I guarantee you this energy is present. So that's what this episode is really about is just choosing our energy is really what it comes down to you know, and I become, you know, being just becoming more aware of that myself and just choosing the energy that I'm going to be in the moment. And that's still, that's not easy. I don't I don't think it's easy for anybody really. Right. Choose happiness. They say to be happy, which sure. (laughs) Right. I get it. There's so many things that are easier said than done. Right. Maybe that's a story, (laughs) but, uh I'm just putting it out there because um, there's a lot of times I say that the how is not our fucking responsibility. And when it comes to setting intentions and trusting the universe and surrendering to that for things that we want to manifest, yeah, true. The how's not our fucking problem. But there's also a lot of things that we do. There's a lot of things that we can control that are the how's, right? How do we choose to show up? That is actually under our purview That's on us. How do we choose to express ourselves? Yeah, that's on us. How do we choose the energy of our language and our expression? Yeah, that's on us. So vulnerability is strength. How we fucking choose to show up is is on us. That's, I don't know, that's kind of what I got. Anyway, just wanted to put that out there. I appreciate you guys listening. It was a good conversation. I believe that my mom was aware of what it is that I was, the point I was trying to make because that was the entire point that took me two and a half hours to get to more or less um, was the energy. I told her I didn't feel like that was love to have, a completely contrary view, and not be able to share it in a safe way. (laughs) You, you You can't call that love, right? That's not love. It's obviously conditional love. It's not unconditional love. And look, I get it. I'm not the only one by any stretch. We all have family issues. Every fucking family has got some bullshit, for sure. So I'm not trying to say anything about that. We've all got our crap. I'm just relating um, my experience today with my mom and choosing to be vulnerable and choosing to, you know, potentially get hurt again because I've been hurt recently by my mom with, with trying to have these types of conversations. And today was a... Today was a success, I believe. Which is good. So, just allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to be vulnerable, to be, <laughs> to step into that fear, to potentially be hurt. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of strength. I know, I know all of you guys have done that from one time or another. That's why. Just honor and applaud that in all of us, you know. I'm not here to pat myself on the back. We've all stepped into that before. And so I just want to acknowledge that in every one of us. So if anything's in your life coming up for you in that way now, you know, just know that I feel you on that and I applaud you. I honor you respect that for sure. I'm going to let you guys go. Go live an inspired life so you can inspire others to live their inspired life. Because in the end, living an inspired life, it's a choice. I love you guys.